Good morning, good morning. So we want to jump right in. We are continuing in our class, Loving on Purpose. And uh, this is our mentoring and parenting class. It's been, has anybody enjoyed it so far, gotten some stuff out of it? It's been good. Amen. Well, let's jump right in. This is video number two, and uh, let's get it going. Here it goes. game show host. <laughs> All right. Um, what we're going to do in this, in this session is I want to I give you some language that you can, you can start using right away, some, some, some skills that you can use immediately. You can go home after this session. You can try it out on your kids. It's going to work. You're going to be amazed at how this stuff works. Now, a whole bunch of what I'm sharing with you are some of the love and logic skills. These are their, their, uh, some of their one-liners and, and different things. And so if you, if you ever want to learn more about the, the skills component of what I'm talking to you about, go to loveandlogic.com, and, um, and, and, and they, they have all kinds of stuff. They have all kinds of resources. They've been doing this for 30-some years. So I, I highly recommend what they're doing. When we interact with these children, these little people, these professional mistake makers. <laughs> they introduce into our lives, they introduce th things we cannot believe that they came up with. Like, you, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Like, mommy, how did my brother Mark get his name? <laughs> what? Are you choking me? I mean, all I did was I, I answered the phone and I came back and I couldn't believe what happened. The, the, the knee-jerk response is, I cannot let you out of my sight ever. You are going to be with me everywhere I go. Now the phone is ringing. Stay right here. <laughs> it doesn't even matter if you're nice to them and you and you and you give them rides. It, it doesn't even matter. The stuff that happens. <laughs> like where? Where's well? Where's Johnny? Where'd he go? Where is he? Anybody seen him? These people, these people, I travel around the world sharing parenting stuff and 
consistently I ask, if there was some way to eradicate a particular behavior from your environment, what would it be? What would it be? And then I, I usually give them a chance to just shout out from the audience, oh, this, that, this, that, this. And pretty soon I just started creating a list from the thing that they said over and over and over and over. And parents all over the world, I mean, whether it's Japan, Australia, England, South America, it, it, it doesn't matter where. Parents everywhere have the same list. I would like to see this go away. If you have a way to help me get rid of this right here, I'm going to give you money. <laughs> I'm going to actually do what you, what you said. Like, okay, well, this is what we're talking about dealing with. We're, do we're talking about reducing and, re and removing the, the anxiety-producing behaviors that our children pres present to us while they're learning. We, you know, we need, to, we need, a, we need a, something to do with us while they are doing their deal. While they're introducing into your life stuff, you're like, I can't, I can't believe that you did that. I cannot believe that you said that. I cannot believe that we're having this conversation. I can't believe that I am this upset with a three-year-old. <laughs> How is this happening to me? Where did my maturity go? How can I be having this kind of a conversation with a with a 14-year-old. What is happening to me? What are we going to do with ourselves? How are we going to manage us no matter what they do? How am I going to successfully transfer responsibility of their problem to them? How am I going to give you your life while I'm standing right here? I'm a parent. How can I let you have your life in front of me? It's vital. Because if you don't, it isn't too long before you can't tell who has the problem. <laughs> you look just like the person with the problem. <laughs> but it's going to require that we learn some new things. That we, that we do something that seems like it's impossible. Like, I hear what you're saying, Danny. I just don't know how in the world... This old dog is going to learn some new tricks. Well, it's possible. Watch Skid Boot here. Ease up on it. Ease up to it. Take a step. Take a step. Get closer. No, that's too close. Back up. Back up. Back up. Back. Turn around. Now turn the other way. Take a step. One step. No, that's too many. That's too many. Take a step. Take one more. One more. No, that's too close. All right. Now, ease up on it. Ease up to it. No, no, no. All right. Now, you can't get it, but you can touch it. Get just a little closer, little closer, little closer. No, it's too close. Back up. Okay, just a little bit, little bit closer. All right, I'm going to count to three. Now, when I say three, you get that toy. But don't you get it until I say three. One, 
four, six. Okay, I'll be nine. Nineteen, twenty-one, forty-seven, three. Old dogs can learn new tricks. Is my point here? Okay. I want to introduce you some language, some, some ways of communicating that may be brand new to you. Maybe you're already doing it. But it's some of the most effective ways that I know of to manage you, to manage yourself while your child's doing whatever, whatever they're doing. How many of you would like to never argue with another child for the rest of your life? Come on. Okay. This is your day. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> if you will use these skills, if you, if you will introduce these at the right time, you won't ever have to argue with another child ever again. All right? Now, first thing I want to introduce to you is something called a one-liner. Now, these one-liners are so, so potent so effective that you might just want to get a tattoo down your left arm. Okay? Just get a tattoo. You ready? Here you go. I know. Probably so. That could be, I don't know, nice try. I know. Probably so. That could be, I don't know, nice try. Simple words. Do it, if you do it right, you kind of create a little, I know. Probably so. That could be, I don't know. Nice try. I know. I don't know. Probably so. That could be. Nice try. <laughs> this sucks. I know. <laughs> you know it sucks? What's the matter with you? I don't know. I know, I don't know, I know, I don't know. What'd you do? Some parenting kung fu class or something? Probably so. <laughs> hey, that's not going to work on me. None of that stuff's going to work on me. That could be. I know, probably so. I don't know. I know. I don't know. I know. I don't know. How long could you do that? You could do that for a really long time. Because the goal isn't to control them or their thinking. The goal is to help you preserve your sanity while they lose theirs. <laughs> so you have to have some plan in your approach to them learning, or else them learning again today catches you off guard somehow, somehow. Their learning process catches you off guard. You just totally didn't see it coming. It's been happening every day, four times a day, for the last eight years, and you didn't see it happening. How is this happening? If you have a plan of what you're going to do with yourself when your child this is not fair. 
That's not fair. I know. Oh, you know it's not fair? <laughs> Probably so. You can't say, I know, when it's not fair. You're mocking me. <laughs> I'm not trying to, honey. I love you. So you're not trying to mock me. You're not trying to antagonize me. But you refuse to argue. I love you way too much. I will never assault our connection with an argument. I won't do it. I won't ever disconnect my heart connected to your heart because I'm trying to control your thinking. I'll never try to control your thinking again. I'll always be an influence to you. I always want to interject and give wisdom and input, but I'm learning a different way of how to do it. But I know, probably so, that could be. I don't know. Nice try. That's gonna be that's gonna be rolling around in my mind because I, I recite that at stoplights. I just sit there. I know, probably so. I don't know. I know. I don't know. I only got three of them. That's all I need. Probably so. <laughs> because your your goal is to manage you, not to control the way they think, what they feel, uh, whether or not they approve of your judgment or not. These are not these are not questions. Why? Why? That's not a question. It's I disapprove of your decision making process. I'm going to continue doing this until you repent. <laughs> and you can try to demonstrate your vast wisdom and understanding of the universe, but this kid is unimpressed because they want a different answer. That's what they're after. They just want a different answer. Now, if your child is really asking why, then okay. But as soon as you catch, oh, this is a power struggle. Oh, this is a, oh, oh, you don't like my answer. Then I pull my sleeve up. I know. I know. That's what it is. But I'm, I'm doing it from a standpoint of, I'm going to protect our relationship while you do this thing. I'm not going to participate in a disrespect exchange with you. My blood pressure is not going up with yours. All right? So one-liners. And then my response to your big mistakes. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, honey. Oh. Oh. It's simply to communicate to you that I, I'm sad for you. I know that this lesson coming your way is going to feel like a freight train. It's going to carry with it a whole, a whole bunch of consequences. It probably won't be very fun, but I love you through the whole thing. 
oh, Mom, um, I forgot my backpack on the bus. Oh, no. Oh, no, honey. Uh-huh. I did. Oh, no. Um, something else you don't know. Um, a spooky, my hamster's in my backpack. I smuggled him to school today. Oh, no! Oh, oh, Spooky's in your backpack on the bus alone in this heat? Oh, no! Oh, honey, oh, no. Uh-huh. How come you're not leaping over furniture yelling at me? How come you haven't started lecturing me about being irresponsible and a liar and a deceiver? How come, you, how come you're so calm? You're kind of scaring me. I know. Oh, no, honey. This is my response to my kids' mistake that they made again. I have a plan. What I'm going to do with me, as soon as they introduce to me, I'm learning about life in front of you today again. Okay, as soon as they do that, as soon as they push that out there, you're like, I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for you. I'm ready for you. Oh, no. Oh, baby. Oh, no. And then I'm going to slide across the table. Power. Power. What are you going to do? Me? What am I going to do? I'm eight. <laughs> How could you require something of an eight-year-old? Oh, no. What are you going to do? Oh. I don't know. <laughs> this is this is what you're waiting for. You're waiting to hear your child say, I don't know what I'm going to do about the problem that I've created for myself in my eight-year-old life. <laughs> what am I going to do? I need some help over here. See, that's the person that you want to help. You want to help the person who has a problem. You don't have a solution for anybody on the planet who doesn't have a problem. So no matter how smart you are, how capable you are, how incredibly mature and responsible you are, you don't have a solution for somebody who doesn't have a problem. So you are listening for your child when you say, what are you going to do? You're waiting for them to say, I don't know. 
those words are the doors of their heart opening. And now you can take your pearls of wisdom and throw them in the little open door of their heart. And they actually go in instead of bounce off on your feet. Because you're talking to somebody with a problem. Super important. Super important. What are you going to do? I don't know. I'm just going to leave him on the bus. Oh, well, how's that going to work out for you? I will miss Spooky. I don't want him to die and cook on the bus. Oh, baby, I don't either. I don't either. See, I'm not afraid of a poor, irresponsible response. I'm not going to fix my problem. I'm not going to do anything about it. This is your fault. You should have stopped me. Usually when I tell you about my life, it's your problem. When did everything change? <laughs> I'm so confused. <laughs> I know, honey. I know. <laughs> what are you going to do? I don't know. I don't know. Do you want any help? Or do you want to figure this out yourself? I need help. Well, if it were me, I would look it up in the yellow pages. Where is the buses parked? What are yellow pages? Oh, those are books. Um, I would Google it. I would Google it. <laughs> is what I would Google. <laughs> you would Google it? This is like where they park the buses? Is that what it says? Well, I would look for it. Well, actually, they, they hide it in the secret place. It's in the Department of Transportation under the school district. We, I've, I've searched this out before. It's kind of scary, but you can find it. Okay. All right, I found it. Here it is. There's the number right there. Okay, there's the number. Okay, what are you going to do? Me? <laughs> yeah, baby, what are you going to do? Um, have you called? <laughs> oh, honey, I, I know where my backpack is. You want me to call him? You don't have to. It is getting hotter, though. <laughs> okay. Okay, I'll call him. What do I say? I don't know. Just tell him what you need. Okay, it's ringing. It's ringing. And what's happening now? What's happening? My child is learning a lesson about the consequences of their decision. And life is the master teacher. And I, I am a partner to them in learning. I am, I am like one who comes alongside and walks with. I am like the paraclete. <laughs> I am a type of the Holy Spirit in this moment for my child. I'm helping to bring out the best in them because they are actually taking responsibility for a mess that they made and cleaning it up. And that's the most anybody can ask of anybody else. 
who makes a mistake. I just need you to fix the problem and clean up your mess. And I'm here to help you do that. I'm not here to do it for you anymore, but I'm here to help you do it with some language that draws you into taking responsibility and helps you be the best you that you could be. All right? Sometimes you run into a power struggle with your child and they're not budging. Okay, uh, it's your night to do dishes. Do you want to empty that dishwasher or did you want to trade me chores? I'm not doing it. Okay, well, no problem. No problem. No problem means... No problem for me, possible problem coming up for you. Okay? No problem for me. I got a plan. I know what I'm going to do with me. I don't know how you're going to like what I do with me. But that's okay. I'm not afraid of your obstinance. I'm not afraid of your opposition. I'm not afraid of your disobedience. I'm not afraid. See, parents get themselves in a situation where they are so dependent on their child's good choice, so dependent on their child's obedience, that when the child feels powerless and wants to feel powerful, and they simply go, I'm not budging. The parent doesn't know what to do. Huh, 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 huh. Wong, you want to do it now. Wong, you want to do it now. Wong, stupid thing doesn't work. You want to do it? No problem. No problem. And you want to make sure you have a smile on your face when you say no problem. Because people who don't have a problem have a smile on their face. The person who has a problem... The other ones look like this. But too often when we run into our child's disobedience or op opposition, this is what we look like. Why? Because we have their problem. We have their problem now. This is what it looks like, okay? So take a picture of yourself and you look like this. It's terrible. And just, no problem. No problem. All right? So we got, I know, probably so, that could be, I don't know, nice try. Oh, no. Oh, no. What are you going to do? Well, how's that going to work out for you? Okay. No problem. And then we have fun to be with. Fun to be with is, it's a requirement of experience between me and you. It's what it takes for you to be around me for very long. It's basically, I need you to learn some things about what I need in our relationship. But I'm going to be patient with you while you figure them out. I need you to learn what I need in our relationship. I need you to be fun to be around. I need you to be fun to be with. 
Does it mean your kid can never have a bad day or never have a bad moment or whatever? No. No, it's, it's, you don't control that anyway. But what you do control is how effective you are in requiring respect for what you need in your relationship with your child. And a lot of us as parents, especially with our little ones, we just give away the farm because they're little. And we just think, okay, it's just my job to put up with this, 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 put it up, put up with, put up, put up with, what happened to me? Why do I keep acting like this? Why do I want to move, move to the moon? Because you did not set limits with your child. You did not teach them to respect and value what it is that you need from them. You, you taught your child that there's only one person in this relationship, them. There are two people. And in order to protect and build a connection, there have to be two people in this relationship. And if I teach you that you're the only one in this relationship, you have no respect for what I need. You have no value for me. And then I'm hurt and offended and frustrated because you're so selfish. And yet I've trained you to, to disregard me in this relationship. So fun to be with begins to be part of our language. It begins to be a requirement. I require that you are fun. Okay? Okay. When Brittany was about nine years old, nine or ten years old, Sherry decides, I am no longer making lunches for, I think she was third or fourth grade. I'm no longer making lunches for fourth graders. Bought you some stuff. It's in the, it's in the cupboard. Have at it. So Brittany's all excited the first day, right? Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I get to make my own lunch. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, this is so And we are in Teach Brittany to be responsible for her food at school. And so, first day. Take Brittany to school, drop her off. I come back home. And I walk in the house, and what is sitting on the counter? Her lunch. I'm like, oh my gosh, there's her lunch. Sherry goes, oh yeah, she's going to call. I said, I know. Phone rings. Sherry says, you get it. I said, no. <laughs> Say, chicken. Hello. Hi, Mom. This is Brittany. Sherry says, well, I could tell by the way you called me Mom. <laughs> what are you doing, sweetie? She says, hey, Mom, I forgot my lunch. It's on the counter. Oh, is it purple? <laughs> yeah, that's the one. Yeah, that's it. Could you bring it to me? Oh, honey, I'm not going to the school today. <laughs> Mom! Now, we live about three blocks from the school. <laughs> Mom, please! Oh, sweetie, I'm not going to the school today. Oh. 
what are you going to do? I'm going to call you and have you bring it to me. How's that working? <laughs> it's not. Mom, please. I'm sorry, baby. I'm not going to school today. <laughs> do you want any ideas on what to do, or do you want to handle this yourself? <laughs> what? And she's not really open to any ideas. And she, she needs something to kill, right? So Sherry says, well, some kids wait around until after lunch and then dig through the trash and see what they could find. <laughs> How would that work out for you? idea. I'm not going to dig in the trash. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I got another idea if you'd like to hear it. Is it any better than the last one? <laughs> A little bit. What? Some kids ask their friends if they can share their lunch with them. How would that work out for you? I don't want to share a lunch. I want my lunch, Mom. Will you please bring it to me? Oh, baby, I'm not going to the school today. <laughs> she says, hey, Britt, I got one more idea. That's all I got. What? Some kids ask the lady up front in the front office. What happens around here when you don't bring your lunch to school? How would that work out for you? I don't want to talk to her. I don't know her. I'm scared of her. Okay, baby. I'm sure you can get this figured out. You're a really smart girl. I love you. Bye-bye. Oh, 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 my gosh. It would just be so much easier to just get in the car, drive it down there, haul her out of class, give her her lunch bell, and say, don't you think I'm going to bring this to you every day this week? I am not going to bring it to you ever again. And I swear, I swear, this is the last time. I mean, last week I did it three times, but this time, this week I am not doing it ever again. I mean it. It would just be easier to do that. And you can. You totally can. Brittany comes home from school. Sherry's like, <laughs> she's going to hate my guts. Britt walks in. Hey, Britt. Huh? What'd you do for lunch today? What'd you do for lunch? Oh, I shared lunch with Olivia. She was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, she has a brain. And it works at school. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. What are you going to do with you when your child learns in front of you? What are you going to do when they hit a mistake, when they 
struggle to learn. What are you going to do with you? I don't know. Probably so. That could be. I know. Nice try. Oh, no. You need a language. You need a plan. You need something to do with you while they're learning about them. Or else your anxiety, you will climb over their, their, their life, take control, end up in a tussle, somebody's going to get hurt, and then you cannot figure out why these kids don't want wisdom. It's not that they don't want wisdom, but they don't want to be controlled. And they will fight for their freedom. They will fight to control themselves. Most of us learn that it's the parent's job to control the children. It's not. It's my job to teach my child to control themselves. It's my job to give them tools to manage themselves and an example of what it looks like to manage myself. I'm not going to be afraid. I'm not going to I'm not going to intimidate. I'm not going to try to control. I am going to manage what I can manage, and that's me. That's what I'm going to do. That's my commitment to you. I'm going to manage me while I teach you to manage you. Are you going to make mistakes? Of course you're going to make mistakes. Are they going to make mistakes? Yes, they are. But that's the goal. The goal is getting out of this, this power struggle back and forth of control. This dynamic that says, I'm going to make you be a responsible, good person. Good luck. Good luck. You're not going to make, maybe you can make you be a responsible, self-controlled person. All right? Well, good. Then go, go home and practice. In Jesus' name. Amen. Did you get something out of that? Anybody see any areas where you're going, you know, oh, I have not been doing this right? Anybody? Oh, no. What are y'all going to do about that? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> what are you going to do? Um, there's some good stuff. And you know what? It does, it goes, it's why we called this a mentoring class as well, is because it's, it goes well beyond your kids. Uh, there's things that we need to learn on how to communicate with God. You know how that kid is ultimately learning that they will they need to communicate with their parents. Their parents do have some answers. Well, God's got all of them. He's got all the answers. And uh, we need to learn what's his ways of communicating with him because there's some things that he knows how to get us out of situations and help us get into good situations. And if we just turn to his love, we'll find that. Amen? Amen. Amen. Well, next week, here's what we're going to do. We're going to be uh, reviewing what he talked about today, answering questions for it, and then the week after that, we'll be going to video number three. And uh, I want you to apply some of this this week and uh, start uh, getting some testimonies of it. Amen? Amen. Father, right now, we just praise you and we worship you. Thank you for what you're doing in the lives and in the homes of 
parents and children, Lord. Thank you for pouring out your goodness and your blessings. We just praise you. Thank you for your word that helps us and, and just shows us what to do in so many ways. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.